1: Everybody, welcome to Pretty Scary. Pretty Scary Boo.
0: I'm Adam Todd Brown. I'm Carrie Martin, and welcome to our Halloween edition of Pretty <laughs> Scary. Is this the Halloween edition? When are you releasing we it? We're holding this one for
1: seven to eight weeks before we put it out. Not, no. not the usual business model, but I guess it would be fine. Certainly appropriate for Halloween viewing. Also not true, I don't think. We're,
0: you, you can watch it anytime.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, you should watch it several times. We're talking about the documentary, What Happened, Brittany Murphy? This is one of two Brittany Murphy documentaries out there. There's also, I think, an Investigation Discovery documentary that I think I watched.
0: I, I, I feel like I did.
1: Yeah, I think I watched it. But this is an HBO Max Documentary and come on, given the choice, we're going to go with HBO Max. They've been doing it a long time. Actually, there's no no rhyme or reason to why we picked this one, but we've been talking about doing this for a long time. Years, <laughs> years, actually. A long time, yeah, years. Because
0: uh, I don't know about you, but I liked Brittany Murphy a whole lot. I did too. There was a notable change though, where she had a glow up. Mm-hmm. She was the cute and bubbly friend and in, in clueless, and I liked her there. But then a whole different, I'm trying to think how to put this, not caliber of star. I think she was always talented, but she did have a glow up and it was very much noticed and girl interrupted and eight mile. Yes. And when she dated Ashton Kutcher. And Eminem. And then for some reason, she married Simon Monjack.
1: Yeah. It seems seems like things changed when that happened. I didn't know a whole lot about Simon Monjack before I watched any of these documentaries. No, No one did. And the way this one unfolds, and I feel like there's a few HBO Max documentaries like this and i like it a lot the way this one unfolds for the first half maybe the things that are being said about simon monjack almost seem a little harsh like it seems like a lot of speculation and guesswork and then as the documentary unfolds they start bringing out witnesses and people who knew him who are like no that's exactly what he was doing he was he was a fucking predator he seems like a legitimate predator.
0: I don't know if any time during my eight years of podcasting I've ever quoted Oprah, but when sure. people show you who they are, believe them. You know, you just get like a creepy car salesman, slimy kind of vibe, and he definitely has that. So without any rhyme or reason, I believed everyone talking shit about him.
1: Yeah, he's got a criminal face. Like he's got a handsome face. no. No, he does. It's doughy. No. No, no, you're right. It's doughy, yes. But you can tell if he took better care of himself. He He could be seen as distinguished?
0: I mean, I'm just- That coupled with the accent, maybe. I get why
1: he's able to attract the women he does. Like, he obviously goes for a very particular type that's vulnerable to a monster like him.
0: But he lies. Yeah, he lies.
1: Yeah. But I'm hesitant to give off- like a oh how could britney murphy have even ended up with this guy kind of vibe like it's understandable like he's he's a particular type of person who's good at persuading people
0: and if you're vulnerable and you're wanting as it was commonly talked about throughout the documentary britney murphy wanting to get married and settle down and have a family like she coupled up really quickly yes with a lot of her suitor i mean suitors uh her boyfriends whatever her So I definitely think she felt like she had a timeline. And I believe when she passed, she was 32.
1: Yeah, she was very young.
0: Right. So, I mean, she definitely I know those women who definitely want to get married and have children. And I think she felt that pressure. And, you know, he was charming and right place, right time. Yeah, it worked out. But it also ended up being her downfall because they did some weird fucking shit at that place.
1: They did. It has some Bobby and Whitney vibes in that it's the kind of place where you see the outside of the house and it looks fine. And then you get inside and it's like, holy shit, rich people live here. No way. Right. And that, I think, kind of speaks to us as... A society kind of putting rich people on this pedestal and assuming once you get into their lives, well, they have all this money, so things are probably pretty perfect. And I bet that's not the case in uh, a lot of situations. Definitely not the case here. That house was chaos.
0: Well, I know when they showed like her bathroom, they're like, oh, it's like messy. And she has all these products. Like she probably possibly had a housekeeper. I don't know. But more, I wouldn't say it was like messy. It was just, I think that was her personality though. It was over the top. So I wasn't surprised that, her whole bathroom was just full of products, yeah. That she probably didn't even need, because I think she just kind of had. And I don't know if it's ADHD or anything like that, but she just seemed like she was constantly up. But then I thought one of the weirdest things is when they showed, you know, essentially they stayed up throughout the night, and he would take all these like model photos of her, and that was kind of like their thing. there were recluses who had this completely. I don't want to say like it wasn't like monstrous or anything like that but just to stay up and he takes pictures of you like I think he controlled her almost through pills and sleep deprivation
1: yeah he definitely had a lot of control over her and that would be a good way to do it he kind of reminds me of me and Caitlin did an episode about it The guy's name was Lawrence Ray, and he basically moved in with his daughter when she went to college and essentially turned her entire friendship group into a sex cult. And one of the things he bragged about was not only having worked with the CIA, but knowing all of these like mind control techniques and persuasion techniques that the cia uses and it seems like he wielded those techniques on these kids and turned them into a sex cult and it feels like this guy had like even if it was just a natural born gift it seems like he had some knowledge of persuasion techniques that he was using on people like it goes beyond him just being a criminal who knows how to talk to women it seems like he's learned this somewhere or practiced it somewhere
0: he seems like a guy who love bombs women and women are blinded by that and if you haven't already by the time this drops around halloween (laughs) watch house of hammer on discovery plus have you watched that about army hammer
1: no but we should cover that too
0: yeah definitely so it's a three part the first part was all about army hammer and the women and then The episodes two and three was more just about his family, you know, going up to his grandfather and great grandfather and essentially how they were all manipulators. I think his his grandpa had actually shot one of his friends, but got away with it because, his, you know, his uh, his great grandfather was like very much in cahoots with like, you know, the powers that be, which at that time was George H.W. Bush. Anyway, it's very fascinating. And so it was kind of like this legacy where men were just able to get away with doing whatever they wanted to do. And he was just another part of that legacy. However, I don't know how after that documentary, how, how he's going to recover, but I digress. Um, either way, one of the women that he dated that they talked to essentially it was just like I was love bombed. And oh, so yeah. I was doing stuff that I didn't necessarily want to do because you're kind of like, you're just you're in it. And it just doesn't stop. And you kind of can't get away from them. And that's what Simon Monjak reminds me of. Somebody who probably just inundates women, you know, and then they're just kind of blindsided and then they're just in it.
1: Yeah, it could be. It's something. It's crazy to think about or how long. He had a big dick. Yeah, it could just be that. Could be mm-hmm. as simple as that. Giant hog. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to think about how long ago this happened. 2009. It seems more recent than that, but I wasn't even in L.A. yet when this happened.
0: Really, I was in Florida at the time, and I remember the biggest thing. I think that summer was Michael Jackson died.
1: Oh, that's right. That is the same year mm-hmm. Michael Jackson died. Mm-hmm. I, at the time Michael Jackson died, was dating a girl who got mad at me because Michael Jackson died. She was such a Michael Jackson fan. She was angry at me because <laughs>
0: Michael Jackson died. Like for what days? What did- What did you say? You had to have said something.
1: What I should have said was beat it. And I did eventually. (laughs) But should have been right there in that moment. Why are you mad at me? I didn't kill Michael Jackson. His doctor. Well,
0: exactly. So why was she upset?
1: I don't know. So what did you think of all the YouTube video clips that accompanied this I was not a fan. It did take me a while to realize that the girl they show in the beginning who says she's going to tell this story about Brittany Murphy while doing her makeup Mm -hmm. is not the same girl they show later also telling this story about Brittany Murphy while doing her makeup. Because for a brief moment there, I was like, that is a dramatic transformation. Like she dyed her hair in the process of this also. (laughs) That is nuts. But no, it's just two different people. And yeah, I don't know. I could have done without the YouTube clips. That felt It didn't
0: bother me as much as I think it bothers you. I think everyone has a niche. So yeah, it didn't bother me. They were just talking about it, just like we're talking about it. No, I, I
1: get that. But I don't know. It just felt unnecessary. Like it felt like they were kind of padding it out with, I don't know, just like interview people.
0: All documentaries are like that. You always feel like they could be one episode shorter. That's true. It's fine. It's
1: fine. Some of those kids seemed unwell. It's 2022. We're all unwell. Yeah, I do think, especially with the part where they took a lot of pictures, I think that's a thing that we would have looked at as weird in 2009. And now we wouldn't think a thing about because people are taking pictures of themselves all the time. Mm hmm. For social media reasons. So maybe Brittany Murphy and Simon Monjack were just ahead of their time. I mean, in some ways, obviously, very ahead of their time. Like, mm-hmm. in that they died young. Which is also the name of the theme song of this TV show. It's a song by Sylvan Esso called Die Young. Very good song. Anyway, what did we think of Ed Winter, LA County Coroner? He's interviewed extensively throughout this. I liked him. He he seemed like a good egg.
0: Yeah, I didn't have any... Uh... <laughs> crazy thoughts about Ed Winter, but I felt like I liked him too. Kathy Najimy was in it, which I just don't know if she like has a lot going on right now. Like It just seemed kind of like a stretch to interview her or is she really friends with everyone? She says she's friends with Jennifer Aniston too. I don't know. I just have questions about Kathy Najimy.
1: Well, she, she would have been friends with Brittany Murphy on account of them both being on King of the Hill, which I did not know Kathy Najimi was on King of the Hill. I do know Brittany Murphy played Luann. But yeah, she was also like, I don't know if she made more or less sense than <laughs> the YouTube videos. Less. But she's featured extensively. Like, I feel like in some of these, you just kind of have to go with the person who says the most stuff and says it the best. Like, they're, they're trying to put together a documentary. Maybe everyone they interviewed sucked, and that's why... All the YouTube clips.
0: Well, here's the thing. I don't know, like, who was really, like, good friends with Brittany Murphy. You know what I mean? Like, it's one thing to be, like, all these people love her, but who is she friends with? Like, who does she talk to on the regular? I remember I used to see... Shots on TMZ where her and Winona Ryder had went like shopping and stuff, but it you know, like where was she? Why wasn't she interviewed? Like maybe they had isolated themselves so much that there really was no one close to them. And Kathy and Jimmy, who really didn't know intimate details, was the closest to them they could interview.
1: Yeah, it it does seem like, especially near the end, that they were pretty shut off from the rest of the world, which yeah, I guess that would speak to why there aren't a lot of there aren't a lot of interviews from people on Brittany Murphy's side. Like there's people and I don't mean that everyone who's interviewed is against Brittany Murphy. But, yeah, there's not a lot of interviews like her mom is still alive, I believe. And
0: she is. I actually Googled it. She lives in isolation now, but it didn't even really say like what she's doing, where she lived at. Yeah. But she is still alive.
1: So, yeah, she's not interviewed in this. I don't think Brittany Murphy's father is interviewed in this. He comes up a lot, mm-hmm. especially with him. Not like he left when she was young. So she, didn't have a close relationship with her father. And the term daddy issues doesn't come up because I don't think it's a term we throw around as lightly anymore, but they imply it, that she, a lot of her pursuits in terms of relationships were her trying to find a father figure. And when you pair that with someone like Simon Monjack, like when he gets a hold of that, it's going to be really bad times because Mm -hmm. he was also way older than her, it seemed Like, he was definitely older. It was like 12 years,
0: something like that. His pasty-doughy face and body looks like a laundry bag. And (laughs) I think he looks like he was over 100 years old. But that's just me. I also think it sucks when, like, your kid that you had no sort of investment in emotionally, physically, monetarily. Like, they get some sort of fame and money And then tragically died. And then all of a sudden he pops back up. Like he should have no say in any sort of opinion because he wasn't ever around. That's the stuff that pisses me off.
1: You mean Brittany Murphy's dad?
0: Yeah. Yeah. But when he pops back up, it's after she
1: dies. Right. And right. Which is what they do. Yeah. But it also doesn't seem like he popped back up saying, well, now that Brittany Murphy died, where's my money? He pops up and says, hey, I think her mom might have killed her.
0: Exactly. Fame whore. Yeah, but what if her mom killed her? (laughs) I don't know whether that was really ever (laughs) speculated on. Um, No. Is that a new
1: theory? Uh, I mean, it's not speculated on at length, but I think they imply in this that it was possible that maybe Simon Monjack and Brittany Murphy's mom might have like because there's all that stuff about them taking the pictures after she dies and it looks like two grieving parents and they talk about them sharing a bed after she died and I feel like a lot of that was kind of pointing at the idea that maybe the two of them like work together to kill Brittany Murphy which I guess that would have like it it's a theory that doesn't make sense for either of them it doesn't make sense that either of them would intentionally kill britney murphy because if the thing is if it's about money well then you're cutting off right the money unless there was unless it's like a kurt cobain situation where he's threatening to leave and take all the money with him and then as his wife you must kill him
0: like so courtney love killed britney murphy is your new theory
1: i assume courtney love committed most unsolved murders until Mm -hmm. proven otherwise Mm -hmm. it just makes sense If you really boil down to the nitty gritty of every killing.
0: Jimmy Hoffa? Yeah. Yeah. Courtney Love? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Were they ever seen together? No. That's how she got away with it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So they talk
1: about the night Brittany Murphy died. She had flu-like symptoms. In the morning, she went in the bathroom. They found her unresponsive on the floor. They put her in the shower to try and revive her. They called 911. There's a recording of the 911 call. It doesn't seem like because this was the finding of her autopsy, but she died of untreated pneumonia, essentially. And that part, like, it's still negligent. Like, it's still like almost murder, but it's I don't know. Like, See I think everyone because
0: it was untreated. Like, if she had symptoms, she should have went to the doctor. But instead, they had all of these pills on their nightstands. Yeah. And yeah. So obviously they had access to doctors, but didn't. Because I
1: I think most people assumed right away this was an overdose. I certainly did, like, back in the day. Because there was, mm-hmm. like, 2009, they get into it in the documentary. It was a really gross time.
0: Well, Michael Jackson, wasn't he fentanyl? No,
1: it wasn't fentanyl. Prince was fentanyl. Okay. Michael Jackson was propofil which is an anesthetic is what killed Michael Jackson. But like around this time, like Perez Hilton was huge and all these gossip sites were really huge and they were gross. Like they, they were, they really focused on demeaning people and tearing people down.
0: Which is so funny because you look at Perez Hilton and like, he's gross.
1: Yeah. Perez Hilton. I appreciate that. He's very apologetic about yeah. his role in all of that because he could just as easily be like, fuck you, I'm right wing now. We should be able to talk right. like that again. So even though his work during that time was bad for the world and very bad for women and just, it was bad. Like it was a bad thing. It's a dark moment in American history that Perez Hilton was as huge as he was. But yeah, he he brings it up a lot. They talk about a note that, Brittany Murphy got back at one point from an audition that said she was huggable, but not fuckable and that she needed to lose weight, which is insane. Like she was so small already
0: she was thin but again like even her face had a glow up you know because she had yeah. the, like the the tight curls like and maybe that's also kind of how they dressed her or whatever for her character and clueless and that's what i'm basing it on because i know she had other stuff but that's the most notable i think and then all of a sudden you know she does what most hollywood people do you know they get waifishly thin they get veneers they you know yeah. makeup artists all that stuff and all of a sudden they're stunning
1: yeah and like the news cycle around britney murphy at that time from that particular part of the media was that it seemed like she was probably doing some drugs and so when she died people automatically assumed drugs and it turns out that's not really what killed her
0: it isn't but do not think and i know you talk about this later but they had so many prescription pills. Don't you think at some point that would have weakened her immune system? You can't take that many.
1: Oh, yeah. Not just that, but also I it, I don't think it comes up in the documentary. So maybe I'm way off base. But I Googled it and drug-induced pneumonia is a thing also. Like you can take the right combination of pills that it fucking gives you pneumonia. And yeah, they had pills in his name, in her name, in fake names, in mom's name like that. That just seems like it was a huge problem in Hollywood at the time in general. Like that's that's how Heath Ledger died, too. He had like there was no shortage of people that would write you prescriptions at
0: that point. And then Nicole Smith saying, yeah, "Yeah." and she was anemic, too, which when you lose that much weight and you're not getting all the nutrients that you need and both of them we're pasty white, you know, you're also not getting vitamin D. Like there's other things that essentially over time, yeah, they just weaken your immune system. So. Yeah.
1: We already talked about the pictures a little bit, but after Brittany Murphy dies, all of these photos come out where Simon Monjack and Brittany Murphy's mom, like hired a professional photographer to take all these pictures. And it looks like a father and mother grieving The loss of their daughter it's very creepy and
0: whose idea do you think that was
1: yeah i mean that had to be simon's idea of
0: course and you could tell even when they did the uh larry king live interview that you know he was like running the show and she was kind of acquiescing to anything he said
1: yeah what did you think of amber ryland from radar online She was a journalist who, I mean, she's still a journalist, but she, at one point, her boss tells her to take Simon Monjack flowers after Brittany Murphy dies. And she does that. And Simon Monjack agrees to talk to her, but it also seems like he thinks they were maybe dating. And
0: I think this is what a predator does. They look for a certain, like they have a type, they have something that they always go for. Of course, he was going to be receptive to the young, pretty attractive female reporter that still had a pulse on Hollywood. And so, of course, that's the one he responded to.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. It doesn't go as well as I think he was expecting, but-
0: Agreed. I think he had, like you said, romantic interests. And she was like, no, this was a story. And she was like, it did take over because I think she was even like on vacation and stuff. And he'd be sending her like all these texts. And yeah, there's got to be that thing where it's like, I want the story, but I don't want anything to continue with you after the story goes public. At that point I'm done.
1: Yeah. She mentions him reaching out when he was on vacation and him seeming to be kind of upset that she wasn't as available as he wanted her to be, which I think does speak to him thinking this was more than just a professional relationship, which what an idiot. She's a reporter.
0: But I think like most predators, then they're on, they've got to find new prey.
1: Right. And he's also like, he's got to have a massive ego and, I think at some point your ego can get so huge where you would never think that this person who is pretending to maybe like maybe even pretending to be a little attracted to you. Like, of course, it's it's for real because I'm gorgeous. I'm a I'm a beautiful, beautiful man. And women love me when but really she just wants a fucking story. And you should know that from the beginning.
0: He had something that she needed. And I don't know if he really thought it was his looks, although he obviously is delusional. Um, but he was married to Brittany Murphy, who was a big deal at the time, even though she had been in some bombs, she was still, I I don't know if I should say a list, but she still was, I mean, she was doing an actress,
1: a a lot of direct to video stuff by that point. I know,
0: but I still feel like because of her legacy of having some great movies, I don't know. I didn't feel like she was, uh, completely in the past, you know what I mean? Like, like outside of the scope of,
1: it's not out of the question that she could have had, uh, Career resurgence, obviously. I mean, she was super young. They also... Not only do they take these pictures after Brittany Murphy dies, they also go on Larry King. And, (sighs) Simon, like, why would you say this? He's he's talking about (laughs) the fact that he requested there not be an autopsy, which is weird. That's fucking weird. Like, 32-year-old woman dies unexpectedly like that, and you don't want an autopsy? That's Mm -hmm. nuts. And then... In the name of defending that decision, he goes on Larry King with Brittany Murphy's mom and talks about how he didn't want an autopsy because he didn't want them cutting up, this is a quote, this pristine body that was curvy in all the right places with skin like silk. It's like, fucking Simon, no, don't. So What are you What are you saying? Like that made it so much worse because even if you're married, that is an excessively creepy thing to say about a dead
0: body. But I would love if somebody said that about my body dead or alive. (laughs) What
1: if they murdered you though?
0: (laughs) I want that on my tombstone. (laughs) Pristine body that was curvy in all the right
1: places with skin like silk. And it doesn't help that he was jerking off when he said it.
0: Like, no, did it. On,
1: you're on Larry King. Show I some know. decorum, sir.
0: And just spoojing all over.
1: <laughs> Only Larry King gets the jerk <laughs> like, off on no. that show.
0: Flicking your sperm at the camera. Come on. Disgusting.
1: Disgusting. So watch the documentary to see that. Uh, <laughs> I feel like they should have just let these rumors circulate until they didn't anymore. Like if they didn't actually kill Brittany Murphy, then I think they would have been Fine. But they go on this PR tour and it's kind of a disaster. And now everyone thinks Simon Monjack killed Brittany
0: Murphy. But that's what a narcissist does. They're delusional. They have, you know, a sense of entitlement, etc. I feel like he's got all of the same traits that Trump does.
1: A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they there's a part in this that I really hate where they talk about all these or they talk to all of these like Hollywood reporters and journalists from that time and they're all kind of lamenting how the media treated women in Hollywood at the time and how gross it was. But uh, with the exception of Perez Hilton, no one is also like by the way, sorry. Like I know right. I had a lot to do with that. Like Amber Ryland, she worked for Radar Online. I guarantee you Radar Online called Brittany Murphy fat on the internet at some point. Same thing for fucking Ted Casablanca. Yeah. Real name, Bruce Bibby. It's a stupid fucking name. An asshole. (laughs) An absolute asshole. But I, yeah, I didn't like that part at all where they were like, can you believe what it was like for women back then? It's like, yeah, a bunch of you did it. Because you perpetuated it. Yeah, it, yeah, but yeah, they do talk to Perez Hilton also. And that's the first time I think I've heard from Perez Hilton since then. So it was nice to see him be like, I was an asshole. I, I was bad. I was very bad. He still
0: has a social media presence, but I think since he's had kids, he very much is more. And I think there is something, and you could attest to this, where as a parent, like, you, you know, you feel something where it's kind of like, oh, shit. Or maybe it's even just growing up, you know, where you're you kind of look back and you're like, it is some fucked up shit. Like, I remember reading Prez Hilton's blog back in the day and it was fucking mean.
1: Yeah, it was dehumanizing. Like, yeah, celebrities in general were not treated like people at that point in mm-hmm. American history or just history in general. Like that was. If you look at England at that time and how the paparazzi there treated people, it was it's still pretty gross there. But they've also kind of tamed it back. But yeah, it. I mean, I appreciate that they bring it up in the documentary. I just feel like a lot of the people they talked to also did it. But that's fine. They they talk about the pills they found at the scene. Ninety prescription medications in several different names on Simon's side of the bed. How do you even have time? That's. Like I remember hearing that John Mellencamp smoked five packs of cigarettes a day at one
0: point. And it's like, right. Like, how do you have time? Like,
1: do you never have to sign your name to a document or like
0: hold two things at once? Like what, how, where do you find the time? Not just that, but if you're putting on concerts and I remember reading this in the Vince Neil autobiography, uh, there were like, when we're running up and down the stage, we're running by the end of the show, like two football field, you know what I mean? Like it's a yeah. lot of fucking cardio. Where you can't, it's not for the faint of heart. Yeah. So it's like, how could he do that? And how is he not dead? And is he dating Meg Ryan? These are questions I need answers to.
1: Those are important questions. Is Mm -hmm. he dating Meg Ryan? I think he is, Mm -hmm. isn't
0: he? I think they broke up. They're back together.
1: Mm. Good for them. Mm. So yeah, 90 prescription meds on Simon's side of the bed. Not as many on Brittany's side, but they did find a bunch. One of them in the name Lola Manilow, which... That was, that's fun. It's a good fake name.
0: It does feel like they threw a bunch of names into a hat for first names and last names and then just randomly drew them.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: My celebrity fake name is Farrah Longoria.
1: Oh, that's not bad. I don't, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't
0: know if I have one.
1: I'll have to come up with one. How do you, is there a way you determine it?
0: Uh usually it's after happy hour.
1: Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense.
0: <laughs> that's it.
1: Yeah, because there's the there's the porn <laughs> name thing where it's like first na- your your first pet's name and, and the street, street name you, you grew up on. Which yeah, heads up, if people so, is also one of the questions they ask you, like when you get locked out of your bank account, things like that. So,
0: uh, if so, I would be Bambi Marquette, which I actually think seems very distinguished.
1: I am going to make one up and uh, based on other pets and other streets and say Snuffy North. Okay. Snuffy North North.
0: Yeah. If I had to guess, (laughs) then I would say that uh, Snuffy North still feels like maybe you do softcore porn. You don't do it. You shoot it in your studio apartment in the Hollywood. Nope. Valley.
1: In the Valley. Yeah, of course. Yeah. What were you going to say? My studio apartment in the Hollywood Hills? I don't think
0: I was. But then I corrected myself. Of course. Correct. They
1: interview some producers and things like when people think of hollywood they don't think of chris and roberta hanley but they should these are the kind of people that make the decisions chris and roberta are some flamboyant characters and they all are just there to kind of talk about how good of an actor Brittany murphy was and i agree with that one of the producers they talked to though what was her name amy heckerling she was one of the producers on clueless Mm -hmm. Am I crazy that she looks like Brittany Murphy if Brittany Murphy lived into her 70s? Yes. I'm crazy for saying that? I mean, I don't think they look that much alike. I thought they had like a similar nose, similar. I mean, of course they don't look that much alike. Brittany Murphy died when she's 32 and this woman is still alive and obviously up there in years. So there are some marked differences (laughs) between the two for sure. I think their vibe is similar. Yeah. Like upbeat, fun. Yeah. And same face shape, things like that. Mm. Yeah, well, it's, I agree to disagree. <laughs> uh, Taryn Manning wanted to fuck Eminem. I just that oh, for from, sure. Yeah, that comes out in this documentary. She she said just joking after that, but
0: she wasn't. Anybody who says just joking,
1: yeah, no, you're not. Oh, speaking of you whispering just now, how lucky are we that they only showed a very brief clip of the YouTube video where the girl was whispering the story of Brittany Murphy and saying things like, "Well, that means she might have been poisoned." like stop it you're not like somewhere a creep is jerking off to the story of Brittany murphy dying while this woman on youtube whispers it
0: no no i'm not i'm i'm their demographic i was that person jacking off that i like a good whisper that is i mean i get that we're
1: joking but that does feel a little gross to me like it does feel a little exploitative to turn this into that kind of internet content. This is a story about a woman who died. Like, it's one thing to make it a documentary or a podcast. It's another thing to make it something that a motherfucker's gonna fap it to. And like even if that's not the intent, like isn't, aren't those videos supposed to be like relaxing? And like, is is hearing about Brittany Murphy dying at 32 that fucking relaxing? I don't know. I'm just glad there wasn't a lot of that video in this. It would have driven me nuts.
0: I think there is something about when you're A public figure where you feel or it is felt as the public, like you have access to everything and there's nothing that's off limits, you know? So anything that you're going to say about them being dead or alive, it's almost like they're not even really a person.
1: Yeah. So I don't know why Ashton Kutcher came up as much as he did. I feel like there was a lot of implying that if she had just stayed with Ashton Kutcher, it would have saved her life. And it's like, that is wild speculation and i don't know when they were like you go from ashton kutcher to simon Monjak, there's some questions there and it's like shut up let her date who she wants but also like would ashton i i don't know i i just don't imagine ashton kutcher being the savior here it felt like a weird angle it it felt weird to be like oh if she had just been with ashton kutcher everything would have been fine
0: she would have been with anybody else she might have been fine You know, like, you don't you don't know. It's like this whole sliding doors movie. Like, who knows if you would have done a million other things, there could have been a million different outcomes. But I will say there have been other people. I don't know if you saw my text, but there have been other people who've dated Ashton Kutcher who have died. Yeah,
1: there was the the woman who was killed by the was it the Golden State Killer?
0: No, it wasn't. It was. Uh, some sort of Ripper. Hold on, one second. Let me look it up real quick. Uh, Hollywood Ripper. Yeah, that's a that's
1: a famous story. But in that case, Ashley he was just sho- he was just showing up for a date. Like they weren't he- dating. Like they had a date planned that night, and he showed up.
0: Right. But still, a 22-year-old fashion design student in her Hollywood home, uh, as she prepared to go out with Kutcher, and I believe the story went that he walked up. She didn't. Answered the door when he knocked. He looked in. I believe saw blood, but thought that maybe like it was a stain on the carpet. And then he left. Um, Also, Demi Moore, dead. Yeah. You know, so he just he dates people and then they die.
1: Mila Kunis, dead. Mm -hmm. Dead. Uh, January Jones. Dead. R.I.P. Yep. Poor one. People don't
0: talk about it, but.
1: Poor one out for a real one, you know. Mm -hmm. Also, I feel like they treated her wanting to get married like a weird thing. And it's like she's a woman in her 30s i don't yeah. think that's that unique that she she wanted to get married i think that's i think a lot of people in and women both
0: right but especially people with daddy issues they definitely want to get married and have
1: kids it did seem like she had some of those so yeah they they finally do get an autopsy done dr lisa shining she loves puzzles carrie she tells us she loves a puzzle she does puzzles mm-hmm. every day mm-hmm. she goes into a whole lot of detail about cutting up britney murphy's pristine body that's curvy in all the right places with skin like silk yep and she determines that she died of pneumonia and that's when they like they cut to a bunch of the youtube videos where they're like pneumonia what pneumonia doesn't kill healthy young people britney murphy wasn't healthy she was taking a shit ton of drugs And as we've discussed, that fucks with your immune system. Like Brittany Murphy wasn't sleeping enough. She wasn't getting outside enough. She was taking a shit ton of drugs. She wasn't healthy. Pneumonia is absolutely like she was in prime position to be killed by something
0: like pneumonia. Brittany Mack died of pneumonia. I think he was in his early 50s. Yeah, he was relatively young. And yeah,
1: pneumonia killed him.
0: I mean, pneumonia in and of itself. And I don't know that he was taking a bunch of prescription drugs or anything like that. I think he was seemingly healthy. Like pneumonia is just it's a fucking bitch. It, it, is. it is like the thing that will take you out that no one really talks about maybe enough.
1: Yeah. Like I know people said flu more often when they would make that bullshit comparison to COVID and they'd be like, oh, it's just like getting the flu. But I did hear some people who were like, oh, it's just like getting pneumonia. <laughs> that's not, you might as well be <laughs> saying that's just like getting tuberculosis, like bad. Get that handled.
0: Yep. Typhoid fever.
1: (laughs) I had scarlet fever in high school once because I really I had strep throat and I didn't get it treated. Same thing. I like I got it and I had had strep throat so many times it always just passed. And this time I just uh, I assumed it would pass and it did not. It turned into scarlet fever. My doctor was like, what the fuck? How did this happen? Are you dead? Yes, we are both. This is (laughs) We've been, This has been a ghost podcast. Everyone listening to this, actually, we're gonna, have we're, gonna have, we have. we're all ghosts. Yeah, if you're a Patreon subscriber, Brittany Murphy's on the end of this podcast. It's nuts and Simon that's Monjack.
0: That's crazy. Okay, so really quickly, Scarlet Fever, because I feel like that's definitely like an ancient kind of disease.
1: Yeah, because normally people get strep throat and go to the doctor and get it treated. I just okay, let so it run do, rampant. Y- yeah. And so what, what turns, does that mean? It, turns into Scarlet Fever. I don't know. I don't know exactly. Do you have what. any
0: residual effects? No,
1: no. I mean maybe. I don't think so though.
0: Is like polio where like you limp? No. I just took antibiotics and it went away. Because I was hell I, I was why hel- didn't they do that in like the seventeen hundreds? Exactly. Exactly.
1: (laughs) It's my question. So, yeah, I think this documentary is being a little dramatic. It seems like they really want to push this idea that she did not die of pneumonia, but it seems like that's exactly what happened. I get that Simon Monjack was a piece of shit, but it not only seems like she died of untreated pneumonia, it seems like he did too. And he maybe knew it was going to happen and just let it happen. Like, it seems like Simon Monjack killed himself with pneumonia, kind of.
0: Did you? Talk about there being mold in the house. So I don't know if that's like asbestos I thought, poisoning. Yeah,
1: I thought that was really interesting. the
0: I feel like the Investigation Discovery documentary talked a lot about that. So I thought it was mold poisoning for a while, but here it does seem like this documentary is really saying it's pneumonia.
1: Yeah, and the mold might have exacerbated the pneumonia. It's weird that the mom didn't right catch it to the same degree because pneumonia is very very contagious thought and the three of them went on this trip to puerto rico and Brittany murphy ends up getting fired from the movie they're on because of simon Monjak being a crazy person and yeah they all come back with pneumonia in september and or wait am i right about that what month did she die because it's okay, it right so, before christmas so yeah it was september when they come back with pneumonia and i looked it up and if untreated pneumonia can last for months
0: and like six months
1: yeah so it it does seem like that is probably the biggest contributing factor. If Brittany Murphy had a stuck with Ashton Kutcher or B treated her pneumonia, she would be alive today, maybe very unhappy and probably getting <laughs> tormented by Simon Monjack. But, you know,
0: I think they'd be divorced. I think she would have had kids with him. And then I think she would have divorced him. He would have went back into obscurity. And then she uh, probably would still not be doing great movies, but she'd be alive.
1: Yeah, maybe. It's it's hard to tell.
0: What were some of the lies that he told? You
1: mean in terms of?
0: Like at the dinner parties, like who he dated, and yeah, that's
1: the beginning of episode two. They end episode one with all these people screaming about how pneumonia doesn't kill a healthy thirty-two year old. And again, I disagree that she was healthy, but yeah, episode two. This is where they they really start dropping the hammer on Simon Monjack. And one of the first people they talk to is Allison Burnett. He hosts a dinner. And Simon Monjack shows up and just kind of like holds court. He talks about having the largest collection of Vermeers, which are paintings. I didn't say veneers, everybody. How, said veneers. how creepy would that be if he just had just <laughs> millions of veneers, like fake teeth. Just in a pile in a room in his house.
0: But I feel like that makes sense for him. Probably. So now it feels
1: normal. He also claimed he dated Elle McPherson and Madonna, which probably not. Yep. He claimed he survived brain cancer through experimental shark fin treatment, which becomes a big talking point later and he claimed he owned 17 ferraris and he also claimed the movie he had just written was getting amazing reviews in london but it turned out it was actually a terrible movie for idiots and that no one was watching it
0: the clips were so bad too of the movie yeah yeah like it looked very low budget
1: so now people who dated simon before start reaching out to the media to talk about what kind of person simon was and that's when you start getting kind of confirmation that all of the things people suspected were happening to Brittany Murphy probably were because he'd done similar things to women before. He would just meet them, charm the shit out of them, drain their bank accounts and then disappear. And it seems like he kind of did that to his mom too, because it turns out he did not have cancer that was cured with shark fin treatment. He was just telling people at one point that he had cancer. So they would give him money for experimental shark fin treatment. And his mom at one point talks about being one of the people who he got money from. But she she stopped short of saying he stole from her. She's just like, I don't know. Maybe it was legit.
0: But she alluded to the fact that he was very much like that kind of a swindler as a kid. Like he was just always a liar.
1: Yeah, they do interview his mom and brother. And they go into a lot of detail about what kind of kid Simon was. And yeah, he seems like a born piece of shit. Just like came out of the womb, a kind of a, a, just kind of sleazy. Like they never washed him off after he Mm -hmm. came out. They just let it stick and turn into a film that's grown and congealed and hardened around him over time. He's just a little bit comes off him when he sweats, it's nasty. (laughs) Simon Monjack. He's dead now. Rest in peace. But while he was alive.
0: (laughs) But other than that, gross. He is a scarlet fever. He was. Yeah. Yeah. He was on Freddie Murphy and he is in heaven or hell. Probably hell.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he dies on May 23rd, 2010. This is uh, shortly after Amber Ryland gets that call from him when he's on vacation and feels like she's not giving him too much of his time before they can even dive into that conversation. He just up and dies like an idiot and yeah it it seems like simon i think he knew britney murphy died well they also interview that other woman who he had the kid with who also said during her relationship with simon at one point she got so sick that a friend of hers was like if you don't take her to the hospital i'm going to take her to the hospital and simon was like fine i'll do it and she got to the hospital and she's like, I think that saved my life. So
0: I don't. Did he Do fucking think that he, give her pneumonia? Like what the fuck happened? Do you think that he poisoned his ex and then went on to um, kind of weaken Brittany Murphy's immune system to the point that she died? And then again, if that's the case, like what would be his motive Yeah, that- to take over the riches? But then he died.
1: But he was already kind of taken over the riches is the whole thing. I like whether he, you know, knew Brittany Murphy was going to die and just let it happen. I don't know, because in the end, like, I think he knew it was going to come out that he was stealing a ton of money from Brittany Murphy and her mom. He said he was investing in all these real estate ventures and businesses. And what was it that the mom tries to sell? It was either, I think it was a piece of jewelry. And she takes it to try and sell it. And they're like, this is fake. And she's like, oh, so I'm assuming there's no real estate either. And it turned out, yeah, Simon was just like stealing millions and millions of dollars from britney murphy so i don't i don't know maybe he was afraid that was going to come out at some point and her dying was more convenient it's just him dying the same way is so weird yeah and in such close proximity
0: familial deaths in close time proximity correct <laughs> where this first came up at yes of absolutely yeah the fact that he died exactly the same way but is it weird that they stayed in the house they both did because that's essentially where he died, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if it was the mold thing, maybe that like that part's weird. Cyril Wecht shows up, of course, celebrity forensic pathologist Cyril Wecht. And he sort of at one point implies that maybe rat poisoning was involved and it's a really upsetting moment in the documentary because it finally comes around to no, all those heavy metals in her hair were from hair products like it wasn't like in the roots and it's like why bring it up just so Cyril Wecht can be here like of course like he just spits out a crazy theory that turns out to be wrong and he gets to be in the documentary
0: like Dr. Drew and Cyril Wacked are both the same. You say their names three times into a mirror and they pop <laughs> up behind you. Correct.
1: Do you remember that award show scene that they show? Yes. Where she basically read off every nominee as the winner. It was insane. It was.
0: It was weird. Hard to and people, watch. Well, people were speculating. Is that her being funny? She's a comedic genius. Or is it that she's on something and she's just not you know, making sense. Yeah, she
1: definitely seemed high in that Mm -hmm. video, for sure. Like dangerously high, not just like regular actor high. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, the, the director of a film she worked on called Across the Hall, he talks about his experience working with her. There's video of it, and it's not great. Like she pretty much every line has to like, she has to be reminded what her lines are. And they talk about Simon Monjack, like getting really involved in her acting and like acting as her makeup artist at one point. Right. And it's like, what is that about? Like, I get that you need to have control, but that much control? Like, at what point do you realize your control is actually wrecking her career as opposed to helping
0: it? And the fact that she didn't say anything, that shows how far into it she was. Like, if my boyfriend, Jim, was like, hey, I want to do your makeup. i be like, are you fucking kidding? Like, I can barely do my makeup. I yeah. don't need you who has no formal training doing my makeup before I'm in a film. And he was bad at it. Like, he didn't, yeah. he was very bad
1: at it. He, it was like comically bad. And that's why Brittany Murphy was doing like direct to video movies at the end of her career, because no one wanted to work with her because of Simon Monjak.
0: And she couldn't remember her lines, which you said. And it showed her a lot in those scenes, saying, like, okay, line, like, what is it? Kind of almost directing, also, where the director was so frustrated. And then Simon was saying, essentially, she can't do any intimate scenes. Right. And that's where he was like, all right, like it's been enough.
1: Yeah. And Simon is able to talk her back into that movie. But yeah, she was also filming a movie in Puerto Rico right before she died. And that one she got fired from and sent home because of Simon. So the documentary cuts to five days after Simon's death. And this is where we find out all the jewelry and property he invested her money in was either fake or didn't exist. Turns out he had a daughter in England. That no one knew about. And that is the woman who they, I think she ends up reaching out to the media at one point. There's also another child in France that I thought this part was interesting because Simon Monjak hired a publicist after Brittany Murphy died. And that guy seemed to have pretty intimate knowledge of Simon Monjak. And then when they bring up that he had a child in France, even that guy's like, what? I didn't know anything about that. And they interview the mother of that child. Her name's Elizabeth Ragsdale. And when they cut to her, I'm expecting her to be all Merci Wee oui, Wee oui, bonbons <laughs> and stuff. And no, she she doesn't sound like a mother from France whatsoever. Mm-hmm. but she talks about being sick the whole time they were together, him stealing money for the shark cartilage treatments. And he eventually just abandons her, like flies her to the United States, I think. And then she calls and is like, I'm here. And he fucking hangs up and never talks to her again. But once he married Brittany Murphy, then he reached out to her again and was like, Hey, how about I give you a million dollars in a house? So you never mentioned that you ever knew me in your life. I would take it. Seems like she kind of took it, right?
0: At that point, you're not going to get anything for your kid as far as any sort of financial support. So the fact that he's trying to pay you hush money after he did you dirty 100%, I would take it. Yeah.
1: They show her right before she died at the premiere of that Across the Hall movie. And she doesn't seem especially out of it. Or anything like she seems pretty normal, but I mean, no one's going to be completely fucking trashed all the time. Like there's obviously going to be moments where you hold it together.
0: Or you're so used to it that that's your normal.
1: Yeah. How about that scene with Perez Hilton talking about how an interviewer asked him back when he was like at the height of his like Perez Hilton persona. Someone's interviewing him and they ask, what celebrity do you think is going to die next? And uh oh. He said, Brittany Murphy, and then she died very shortly thereafter. And
0: what a weird fucking thing to ask, you yeah, know, but then again, he answered it and he was right.
1: Yeah, he he rightfully brings that up. He was like, weird thing for the reporter to ask me, but also fucked up that I answered it. Yeah. So yeah, Perez Hilton's right that the mid to late 2000s were just a super gross time for women in Hollywood, as were most of the years before and after that. But yeah, I don't know. It seems like pneumonia killed Brittany Murphy. And
0: and maybe mold exacerbated it.
1: Yeah. And I think the way Simon was isolating her and feeding her drugs probably didn't help. And she was anemic. Yeah, she was anemic. Oops. And I don't know. I think Simon also died of pneumonia. I think, like, I, I don't want to speculate on what his reasons were, but I think he knew Brittany Murphy died of pneumonia and he knew he If he didn't treat it, he was going to die from it, too. And it seemed like he just kind of let it happen, which, hey, that's fine in his case.
0: In his case. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how old he was when he died. I'd say less than 40.
1: No, I think he was
0: in his 40s,
1: in his 40s, because there was more than a 10 year gap between those two. And he was she was 32.
0: Yeah, it does seem odd, though, that if you think you've got it, that you wouldn't try to treat it. And I only say that because I do definitely think he's a narcissist and definitely would have continued to lie and reinvent himself. Like I feel narcissists live the longest, typically like Trump is going to outlive us all. He sure is. Because they're so steadfast in their beliefs that their lies become truths.
1: Yeah, but I do. I don't know. know No. montage of youtubers looking pensive and frustrated at the end of this documentary is really going to convince me of anything other than britney murphy died of pneumonia i don't think it would have made sense for simon monjack to kill her like if that's your source of income why like why would you do that
0: but they were so isolated that they didn't seek medical treatment right Right. Where and she probably hadn't felt good for days and felt weak and didn't do anything about it, probably at his directive for whatever reason. And that it could just be control.
1: And if Simon Monjack didn't kill her, then no one did. Like she's not she's not Vladimir Putin's top advisor. Like the government's not going to take her out. She was Brittany Murphy. Like I, th- I think she just it's sad, but I, she got pneumonia and didn't treat it and wasn't taking care of herself. And it killed her. And then it killed yeah. Simon Monjack. Too. But yeah, I, and if she had stayed with Ashton Kutcher, obviously she'd be alive today. Oh, of course. I think that's the main draw from this documentary.
0: He never would have married Mila. She'd be alive.
1: Right. But then we wouldn't have right. that great commercial with Mila Kunis and eating
0: cheetos in the closet
1: well no there's the one with her and Demi Moore where wait what you haven't seen the commercial with Mila Kunis and Demi Moore where they're at no. a high school graduation and no at the high school they're announcing their most distinguished alumni and they both think they're gonna win so they both start walking up and look over and they're like holy shit we went to the same high school here's the thing they did but I would argue not even close to the most distinguished alumni because they went to I think it was Fairfax High School in Los Angeles and if you look at the roster of actors and musicians who have come out of that high school, it is lengthy. It's very lengthy. So, the commercial's correct that they did go to the same high school, though.
0: I will have to google that. I think that's amazing. Did Ashton Kutcher stand up and like look at both of them like which one do I clap for?
1: Uh, he's not in it and Ugh. I'm almost Positive, Mila Kunis and Demi Moore were not in the same room when they filmed this commercial. It was a Super Bowl ad, as it turns out. That's adorable. Very cute. So I think that's our episode, right?
0: Yes, that was a perfect way to end it.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah, I think the conclusion here is Ashton Kutcher is responsible for Brittany Murphy's death. Mm-hmm. in like the long, like you got to Tarantino it to get there. But, and also if he had just gone on that date that night, she lives too. Ashton Kutcher's got a lot of blood on his hands. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> so do we have anything to plug
0: before we get out of here? Um, I don't. Do you have anything uh, with unpopular opinion coming up?
1: Um, No, not really. We just did a live show in New York and that was fun. Thank you to everyone that came out, but uh, we're, we're building a new studio right now, so I am knee deep in that. So that'll that'll be a cool thing. We're going to do uh, some more live streaming stuff and things of the like when that's done. But uh,
0: other than that, yeah, I don't have I don't have
1: nothing I have nothing to plug.
0: We should try to plan a Midwest comedy tour. I know we talked about it right before COVID. I would like that a whole lot. We will I think it. that'd be fun.
1: We'll figure it out. All right, let's get out of here. Carrie, say goodbye.
0: Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you.